Highly Enthused, a shortcut to things worth consuming, presented by two women named Sophie who spend too long on the internet. I'm Sophie Roberts. And I'm Sophie McComas. Hey, welcome back to Isolation Station, Highly Enthused. I know. We're experimenting with new audio setups again, guys. I hope you enjoy it. Thank you so much to our listener, Eleanor Zeichner, who recommended a platform for us to record on. Um, We're trying it today, so give us feedback and tell us whether it worked. (laughs) How are you, Soph? Yeah, I'm good. I have kind of gotten out of the city to my parents' place down south, which I'm trying to make feel like a holiday. Um, (laughs) How's that going? Yeah, it's working. Haven't spent uh, this long with my parents in a while, but um, it's good. (laughs) We're just cooking and going for walks and just still working remotely, so... A-okay at this stage, still healthy, so that that's a win. It sounds pretty dreamy, to be honest. It's that nice you? time of year. Um, well, I'm still in my apartment. I'm staring at my kitchen and the pile of dishes that I need to do right now. It's really um, atmospheric. Oh, yeah, I can't complain. We had, we've had some nice weather this weekend, and, like, the littlest things make the difference. So, like, the sun coming up in the morning, like, oh, it's so golden and beautiful, and I get really excited by it. So, you know just sound like I'm mildly high all the time in nature (laughs) I'm finding weekends quite soothing actually like people are saying that days are just bleeding into one I'm like no no I think weekends are amazing like switch off yeah exactly I had a lovely weekend I was in like great mood the whole time because all it took was like oh I don't have to go sit at my desk I can just lie in my bed for a few extra hours it was magical I loved it you don't feel this weird guilt um good no all the laziness makes sense um but yeah then Monday morning I was like uh back back to my desk (laughs) back to this part of my house this part of my dining apartment anyway it's been you know it's a a marathon not a sprint just gotta keep going well I'm obsessed Um, with this listener story that we received over the weekend from our listener Sally and I just wanted to read it out to everyone because it honestly blew our minds <laughs> I know. it really made my day <laughs> slash week so it's quite a long story but I'm just going to read the highlights essentially um lovely Sally was due to give birth any second with their first child she started to go into labor her waters broke and called the midwives and they were like oh just go home like you're not really having contractions yet so just like relax and distract yourself she started to feel some kind of like slight pains and so she started to you know think of ways to distract herself her husband started working from home and she rolled out an old episode of highly enthused and started baking some cookies and she goes by the end of the episode I was like hmm these pains are pretty dang distracting and so she stopped baking and 30 minutes later things had massively escalated she was getting contractions about 40 seconds apart and so the midwives were like uh yeah you're gonna need to come to the hospital like right now and she jumped in the car the trip was about 15 minutes she apparently was on all fours in the back of the car which oh my god I can't imagine (laughs) Apparently she was about halfway to the hospital and she realized she could feel the baby's head coming out. She looked down and the whole whole head was out. She's in the back of a car on all fours while like (laughs) driving to the hospital, let me remind you. She said she instinctually reached down and pulled the baby out and he started crying. (laughs) So obviously the baby was okay and they were like just hysterically crying with happiness and shock. Made it to the hospital about five minutes later. 
whiskey came out um, somewhere near the corner of Avoca and Frenchman's Forest Road, I think. And all was happy and healthy and 100% fine when they got to the hospital. She said the whole thing ended up being about 1.5 hours from start to finish, which is crazy for like a first baby. And so so as she was listening to a whole episode from the beginning, looks like you guys unwittingly helped me get through half of her labor. So happy to yeah, always happy to help. Happy to, you know, string a couple together if labor's a little bit longer. We can still get through half of your labor with you. It was genuinely the best story I've ever heard. She called him Jasper. And also, he's so cute. He is so cute. Also, I can't believe she gave back birth in the back of a car during a global pandemic. Yeah, that it's is a great, great story. story. <laughs> At least it's you didn't end in COVID, which I've heard a few people are doing. <laughs> Uh, well, congratulations, Sally, and congratulations on little Jasper, who is very cute, and we're just happy to be, um, you know, helpful in these trying times. Exactly. Uh, if anyone can top that, please let us know. We yeah, would we love, love to hear all of the scenarios that we More have been the background noise to. <laughs> so what are we doing this week? All right, you go first. Okay, well, I have a, an actual a drink, which is not something I'm eating, Ooh. but I am eating a lot of bread <laughs> at the moment, <laughs> still. Um, Carbs, getting I, us through. Yeah, but I know a few people had a couple of suggestions for non-alcoholic drinks that are getting us through these trying times. I know I saw an article on the news today that was like, watch how much you're drinking in this in this. Uh, <laughs> I read pandemic. the same one. <laughs> yeah, apparently a lot of people are just like, hitting the booze hard and I don't blame any of you but if you're looking for a little bit of a alternative I've stumbled on this really amazing brand called Non. Uh, Oh I've eyed these off. Yeah so they're they're kind of like sodas but I don't want to call them sodas because they're just so much so much more than that. Um, (laughs) They're kind of like a a wine bottle shape non-alcoholic drink I guess yeah they look like a bottle of wine or pet nat or something like that really minimal branding they were created by a chef called William Wade in Melbourne got a lot of Melbourne recommendations on newsletter today uh and honestly drinking them is like drinking a pet nat or there's some that are uncarbonated so it really feels like you're drinking wine and I've just been so Mm. impressed like the flavors are so interesting and they're just like really multi-layered and some have that mouthfeel like that richness of drinking wine so apparently technically it's actually a tisane which is like a tea um yeah they infuse like dried herbs dried fruits and herbs and spices in in a hot water and then distill it and some are carbonated and some are still the flavors are insane so i've tried nearly all of these except this one caramelized pear and kombu i really want to try that one salted raspberry and chamomile which fully drinks like a pet nat it is so delicious and rich it's like this is probably the sweetest of them but really really great toasted cinnamon and yuzu i think just one of the uncarbonated ones so yeah really drinks like a wine it's it's absolutely delicious and roasted beetroot and sanchos i think this is my favorite it's really savory Mm-hmm. The salted raspberry one is actually quite sweet, but the this roasted beetroot one is really yeah savory and earthy from from the beetroot. It's got this really deep purple color, and yeah, if you want to splash out, they're not super cheap. They're about thirty dollars a bottle, so pretty much what you pay for you know a nice natural wine. Um, yeah, you can really taste the work that's that's gone into them. They're really good, and I don't think anyone would be embarrassed about bringing these to 
a virtual dinner party <laughs> or um, <laughs> when we get to go to real dinner parties again. Um, yeah, they, they'd look at home on, on, in any fridge, I think. They're bloody delicious. I think that thing you said about the, like, mouthfeel is a really key thing because, like, I think one of the problems with non-alcoholic drinks, at least, though, like, if it's a soda or something, is it just kind of feels like you're a kid, like you're drinking soft drink. And, you know, I don't really drink, like, a vodka raspberry anymore, so I don't really want a drink that feels or, or like a soft drink or like a kid's drink. But when they've got that kind of almost plush, textured mouthfeel, like um, that Mela Maguire kombucha that mm. you recommended, like, I think last season, which has a similar thing where the flavors are really complex but it feels different in the mouth like it's got a really lovely texture to it and it makes I think such a difference when you drink it because you don't realize how much that's part of the experience of drinking booze like the way it sort of feels not just how it tastes yeah and it kind of lingers like it doesn't disappear Mm. like that like really sugary sweet soft drink it just like stays in your mouth it's so good lingers on the palate hits the front part as my dad would say So you can buy them direct um, from their website, non.world, or you can get them through donks.com as well. Get them delivered soon. Fantastic. I think P&V also stocked them. I'm oh, yeah. Uh, Black Hearts and Sparrows, which is in the ACT in Melbourne, also stock that and deliver. So Amazing. Lots of places to get them from. What have you been eating and drinking this week? This week I made pork carnitas. Mm. So I wanted to like do a big batch and I've, it was their pork. I don't eat that much meat, but I just was like, fuck it. I just want to do something that takes me all day, you know? And I just could not eat any more pasta this weekend. <laughs> like I, I've, re- I've, re- I've reached the, the limit. I then had carbonara last night, but anyway, on the weekend I was like, no more pasta. I can't do a ragu. I don't want to do a bolognese. I want to do something different. I went Mexican instead. And this is a recipe that I kind of pulled together. I hadn't made it for a few years. The last time I made them, I think it was like 2017. Um, but this is a recipe that I kind of pulled together based on what I like to do is read about five and then kind of combine the various things that uh, that I think sound good I need to warn you it's not a health food it is maybe one of the fattiest things you can possibly cook because I use pork belly to make these oh my God. <laughs> are you meant to so you can or are you meant to use shoulder or something you can use shoulder but you need to get a fatty shoulder and I just find when you're looking in the grocery like if you're in like Harris Hummel Coles or Woolies so often they're like very lean I think it's like a hangover it's like lamb as well they'll often like take all the fat off um and you need the fat if you don't have the fat in the meat then you just have to add more oil when you're cooking it so pork belly definitely just cuts that out for you and you just get all the fat as part of it anyway there was a special on it at Harris Farm so I picked up a like about 500 700 grams of pork belly and then you need to take off the skin like the rind because you don't want to get crackling for this but you want to keep as much fat and then cut it up into cubes and then you marinate it and the marinade is where like all the flavor is and you use this marinade it's like a very wet marinade and then you use it kind of throughout the cooking process so it's orange juice garlic powder dried oregano cumin fennel seeds a little bit of cinnamon bay leaves and salt let that sit for a couple of hours then take it out to get to room temp then you take the meat out of the marinade and brown it in vegetable oil in like a big Dutch oven. You need like a big cast iron pot for this because it's just going to sit for ages. So then you brown off the meat, then you add the marinade back into the pot. You add a bottle of beer, 
some sliced onions, some smashed garlic, green chilies. I add a little bit of honey and then you Mm. bring it to a boil and then let it simmer for like two to three hours. And if it's looking like there's not enough liquid, you can just add a little bit of water to the pan just to keep the meat submerged. Um, So that just kind of simmers away. You have to skim. There's like a little bit of, this is such a gross word, but scum that floats to the top. Scum. It's it's so gross. It's just like the fat and impurity. Skim that. And then you literally just let it simmer, stirring occasionally until the pork can kind of be like sliced with a fork, like kind of falling apart. And then the icing on the cake for this is then you like scoop all of the pork pieces out of the braising liquid, put it into a roasting dish. I even skimmed some of the fat off the liquid and tossed that into the the roasting dish, stir it through, and then you put it into like a 200 degree oven to get really crispy. Fork it apart or anything? Like um, pull it apart? No, at this point it's like kind of fallen apart. you like if there's huge pieces but it, you should have cut them sort of into like the two centimeters by two centimeters cube so you don't need to break it apart if there's any big pieces go for it but you'll find it's the the slow cooking has kind of broken it down a little bit anyway oh my god this makes me um, so, so hungry right now <laughs> oh my god it's so good it's so rich like it's so rich but it's so good so then you get it really crispy i like keep going in and stirring it so that it gets crispy on all sides and then you actually cook down like increase the heat of the on the pot on the stove and you cook down the um, marinade and braising liquid till it's like really thick and reduced and then when you take the pork out you take a couple of tablespoons of that it's like the most intense like flavor combo and you mix that through the pork like a sauce and then you serve, you don't have to do that but I really recommend doing that and then you serve it with like tortillas I did some quick pickled red onion coriander avocado sliced radishes like whatever you want as like a taco feast um you can do grilled green onions hot sauce obviously you definitely want something acid like acidic with it to cut through the fattiness i actually don't think you need the avocado because it's just another like creamy fatty thing but you want like like even to the point that you could probably do like finely diced like white onion or something super acidic because it's the fattiest most decadent thing it's so yummy oh my god that sounds so good um and it's also just like a really fun project cooking because it like it sort of like has enough effort and enough you can like be chopping little side bits but you also just like leave it on the stove for hours and it makes your whole smell house smell really great yum pork belly house <laughs> mm-hmm. yes yeah, so my house still kind of smells like pork belly which is kind of weird but... yum. i want to do something exactly like that on the weekend do it okay what have you been reading watching or listening to well i have been enjoying a new newsletter from Haley narman who was Ooh. yeah she's the features director at man repeller which actually resigned from to go freelance right before the coronavirus like kind of exploded in nyc oh my god um, i did see that yeah which i really i really feel for her because you have going freelance is such a um an anxious time anyway and you want to be completely planned and you have things in the pipeline and you know have a budget and everything and then when something like this happens just that's just um of anxiety i can imagine and so um i was really intrigued to yeah read her new newsletter so it's called maybe baby and it's actually the first newsletter that i've subscribed to as a paid subscriber through patron um, which is not a tequila, actually. It is like a payment <laughs> um, subscription service to support like creatives and like writers who are 
you know, create this incredible content, but don't necessarily want to give it away for free or enter into this, the advertising model. So you can pay like a dollar a month for these amazing creative projects and it just helps fund them, especially someone like Haley, who is such an amazing writer and is in this situation where she's just left yeah. a great job to try her hand at going out on her own. Um, but yeah, maybe baby is great. It's, it's pretty personal. It really reads like old live journals used to. It's like oh a God, true blog. I know. I feel like you, you will love it. It's a real true personal blog. Um, and I'm just really happy about that because all I want to do is read like people's personal blogs. Um, I do feel like newsletters, news are like the bringing back blogs. Like we're never going to get the blog back, but newsletters are as close to that as we will ever get. Yeah, I love it. Um, she talks a lot about, you know, the emotional roller coaster of isolation and being out of work. And she notes funny and weird observations around the things she notices around her and her neighborhood in this weird, strange time. She also includes like interesting links to things she's read that week. So there are like some useful takeaways from it. Um, but yeah, it's, it's fantastic. I'm really, she's only done like two releases of it so far, but I would mm -hmm. definitely hit subscribe on that and looking forward to seeing how she yeah kind of navigates this time it's hayleynarman.substack.com um and yeah we'll include a link in our newsletter what about you great um well i have found my attention span has kind of shot over the last couple of weeks i'm slowly clawing it back so i've started reading again but um i've had to like ease my way in there's no middle march on the horizon for me at the moment. Um, so my recommendation this week is actually a movie I watched the other night. And this, this is one of the movies that I've like had on my like to watch list. So you know, when you're scrolling through like Netflix or Stan and there's something that you're like, oh, I should really watch that, but you're just not in the mood for it and you forget about it. Um, so it's Moonstruck, which is streaming on Stan if you're in Australia, which was just exactly what I needed. It was like a balm for the soul. So the other night I was like, once again, scrolling endlessly through all the various streaming services. And I saw it and I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna watch it now. I don't know if I'm in the mood for it, but I'll just give it a go. And it was perfect. It has a young, very hot Nicolas Cage, which I've never really thought Nicolas Cage is particularly attractive. Yeah, isn't he uh, like a baker movie, like working he's... over a wood-fired oven like in a singlet the whole time? He is a, a one-handed baker, yes, and he is always in a singlet and he's got this long hair and this like great nose and amazing eyebrows and he's just like very angry and handsome and sweaty and it's really hot. Um, and it also stars obviously Cher, who is luminous. I think she was, I Googled, I think she was 40 or 41 when this film was made. And she she plays a character who I think is in like late 30s, 37, 38. But honestly, she is the most, like she is so beautiful. Like I, I don't, I don't forget that Cher is beautiful, but like when you see photos of her young, you're just like, Jesus Christ, you're like an alien. Like your face doesn't make sense. So she's just like amazing, glowy and angelic. Everyone's feelings in this movie are just like so big it's like weeping at the opera or like breaking up with your fiance with your entire family in the room or you're yelling at the person you love in the street and then you like kiss them passionately and like run upstairs to their bed and there's like all these incredible scenes like I got it's a little bit of a like heart 
like kind of like hit me in the solar plexus looking at these amazing scenes of like an old New York, which already kind of doesn't exist as this was made, I think in the late eighties or early nineties. It was like this New York Italian deli of your dreams. Like just, you will, you'll die. So if like all of the like interiors and stuff, but just knowing that it doesn't exist anymore, one, because of the passage of time and also just because of this fucking virus kind of does make you feel a little bit, I guess, nostalgic for the old world, but it's just magical. I think Vulture recommended this on on the New York Times and yeah, I, I really have got that saved. It looks so good. Anything with Cher, I'm like all over that. Love her. I know. I mean, also Cher is a, a widow in her 30s, so you know, represent. You don't get them very often. True, very true. <laughs> um, but she thinks she's cursed. She thinks she has bad luck. And there's like a really funny like proposal scene. It's just wonderful. But also Revelation, young Nick Cage. Really hot. Mm. <laughs> really hot. So it's Moonstruck. It, it's streaming on Stan. It is a glorious little film. It's Nothing's too stressful. The moon is like a character in it, essentially. It's great. Love. Get involved. Will do. Okay. What have you bought this week? Okay. So we got a lot of requests this week on our Instagram when we put out a question about what we should talk about this week. And thank you all for your uh, input. It was really, really cool to hear what you guys are are up for at the moment. We got a lot of requests for like cozy, comfy loungewear. Oh, <laughs> um, yeah. And I don't have any uh, juicy couture for you today, but I do have just... Oh, my um, God, we should bring that back. That should <laughs> come back. Maybe that's yeah. what I'm going to buy. <laughs> I think the, like, twin set of cozy clothes is, like, definitely key here. Um, but mm-hmm. I've just got, like, a really quick-fire list of brands for everyone to look up for these kinds of clothes. So I've got about six, so I'm just going to rattle through them really fast. Base Range is one of my favourites. They're a Portuguese brand so soft there's lots of like cotton rib and really soft jersey and bamboo they do this really cool like inside out um hemming so there's like a lot of Mm -hmm. seams on the outside which in in sometimes different colors which which is really great they also have a really cozy sock range which i'm really into if you haven't been buying your socks from cos like everyone else um (laughs) they've got a really like cozy looking jumpsuit that has like ties at the shoulders and yeah just some really soft long sleeve slightly like raised neckline top so that's base range you can find them at inku but they also shop um ship direct from their website the next one Mm -hmm. is paloma wool that's a spanish brand and i'm just obsessed with these kind of soft ribbed yeah they're slightly flared pants and they just look so good for just like lounging around at home um, that is just a, a hop skip and a jump to juicy couture i tell you like that's, <laughs> that's much, what's gonna come next much chica than juicy couture and i do really make your bottom look very juicy though i must say <laughs> so the next one is veg threads those are veggie threads i don't know but these guys are 100% made in Australia, lots of eco-friendly materials, just like lots of easy, breezy basics, um, kind of bloomy dresses and like oversized t-shirts um, in really nice colors, like lots of like earthy colors. Uh, another brand, which is from Sydney, yeah. which I think has gone gangbusters since the editor of Broadsheet Sydney mentioned them in an article recently, but they're called Hibernate. And they are spelt with a Y. Yeah, I saw her mention those, actually. 
Yeah, so it's spelled with a Y, H-Y-B-E-R-N-A-T-E, and they subsequently sold out of the mm-hmm. pants that Sarah mentioned, the, like, slim leg pants, but they have lots of other styles, like a drop crutch, which is um, pretty comfy, uh, and, yeah, lots of, like, just basic neutral colours, and they look they look really great, a good price point too. Next one, which is stepping things up a notch, and thank you, Liv, for the. Oh my god, I just clicked on that link. <laughs> I know that's so expensive. Really luxurious satin robes, <laughs> and they're oh like my god. really baller. I feel like if you just want to treat yourself and spend a few hundred dollars on something quite luxurious that you would wear out, <laughs> but you can't go out. Just spend your entire like two months of like clothes budget on this one robe and never wear anything else. It's fantastic. It's called Usel O O S E L. But yeah, they're like five hundred bucks, so I'm not gonna <laughs> buy one, but someone out there might be in need. The last one is just assembly label and they have a, a range called Indoors, which is super affordable, like the opposite of Usel. Um but yeah, just lots of great cozy, comfy, soft clothes for really just living at home in and I think I'm definitely gonna be ordering a few of those because I've worn literally the same pairs of pants for three weeks now (laughs) I so I've been making sure I get dressed for work which some people have been giving me a hard time for but I just find putting on jeans and a jumper or a t-shirt like makes me be like now it is work time and then I kind of like get some stuff done but when I'm not I've been like having, I've been having showers quite early because there's like nothing else to do. And then I put on this linen robe that my mum made me and I just like swan around the house in it. But um, I know in bed store has some really beautiful robes and bed threads as well. And I feel like linen at this time of year is like a nice weight. Like it's not super cozy, like it's not quite winter, but it's, um, it's still actually quite warm. So I can also recommend getting yourself a linen robe if you don't have one. Mm. Yeah, I'm just, like, not putting on jeans at the moment. I'm just, like, no. (laughs) Not doing that. I'm only wearing jeans, but I'm wearing my Levi wedgies, and they're honestly so broken and uncomfortable that they're they're actually not that bad. What have you bought? What haven't I bought? To be honest, I feel like all I seem to be doing at the moment is getting things delivered to my house. Um, it's been just like the highlight of my week is whenever I get like a random delivery. I've bought a lot of wine, but honestly, I think the best thing I bought this week, it was inspired by uh, two women I follow on Instagram, Carolyn McCready and Georgie Watts. And they both got these amazing flower delivery from this florist. Um, it's called My Violet. Their Instagram is me Violetta, M-I-V-I-O-L-E-T-A. And they saw these these beautiful bunches of flowers and then I went on the the florist Instagram and they had this photo of this big bunch of Cosmos, which is one of my favorite flowers. They're just so like delicate and fluttery and they kind of just look like your platonic ideal of wildflowers. So I just ordered, there's an option where you can just order a bunch of one type of flower. So I just ordered a bunch of Cosmos and they're these gorgeous purple pink color and they were literally huge like they were maybe like a three quarters of a meter high and took over my entire dining room table and they're even now they're kind of like wilting and and dying but they've just given me so much joy all week like every time when I've come in even now that they're kind of dying they're still really beautiful and it just like was really nice to buy myself something unnecessary and beautiful oh, um, to have nice, in my just flower 
Yeah, I just love them. I actually want to just grab seeds and scatter it all over the front like lawn of my apartment block and just have them like go to seed and, and grow everywhere because I think they're spectacular. So yeah, so I ordered myself flowers. It's like a very cheesy thing to do, but um, I thought why not brighten up my kitchen? Exactly. I love that idea. Mm. So buy yourself some flowers. The florist I ordered from was, as I said, my violet, but there's lots of really great florists out there and a lot of people who wouldn't normally necessarily offer delivery who are offering free delivery these days, which is great. So it is time for the... The Fast Five. Isolation style. Fast Five. Woo-hoo. Isolation, fast five. I mean, everything's isolation these days. It's not just fast five. Um, okay. Okay, I'm gonna go first. Yes, go. Okay, so I have made. I read like Alison Roman's "Nothing Fancy" from cover to cover in the bath the other night. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> what an image. I just bookie um like dog-eared so many pages. The first thing I made was Alison Roman's "Sticky Sweet Spiced Nuts." Um, bit of a random recipe, but it's something that's really good just on like a little snack plate or a cheese plate, but also in a salad of like pear and blue cheese and radicchio or something like that. Something really bitter that you need a little sweet edge to. So she asks for walnuts, but I only had pecans. So I just use those. I'm pretty sure that's fine. I can do whatever I want. You add, (laughs) you basically Sprinkle them on a baking tray with tahini, maple syrup, sesame seeds, sumac, olive oil, um, sea salt, and I added some smoked paprika. I think she calls for um, cayenne pepper, but I didn't have any. And that sounds then so good. It's so good. So then you just roast them for about 15 minutes or 20 minutes, just stirring them every five minutes or so. The smell of these in the oven, like spiced and sweet and oh my God, they're so good. So when they come out of the oven, they fully cool down. The maple syrup is all caramelized and they harden into these like crunchy, almost toffied, spicy things and far out. They're really good. So you can I think I have all of these ingredients and I think I might have to make that like tonight. Do it. It takes like 10 minutes. <laughs> so easy. You just put a whole bunch of flaky sea salt on the end and yeah, they're like that oh salty, God. sweet, yum, really good. Okay, the second one is a book, Such a Fun Age by Kylie Reed. I don't know if you've read this yet, but it's been on the, like, all those most popular lists, which... I have it in my... Reason. I've got it in my library to read pile from the stack they delivered to me the other week. So it will be coming up soon. Yeah, I couldn't put it down. It was a real page turner. It's story of a, of college, a college-age young black woman who's called to babysit the regular child that she babysits who's from kind of a well-to-do white family and uh, something's happened between the parents. It's really late at night and she's just like asked to take the kid away for an hour while they sort it out. Mm-hmm. Things happen. Essentially she's falsely accused of kidnapping this little um, white child and the whole thing just turns into this massive drama it ends up being a kind of single white female kind of story her relationship with the mother of the child um which is so interesting yeah there's lots of twists and turns so much drama there's so much tension a lot of like backstory that is slowly revealed I just I really really loved it I couldn't put it down and I hadn't been as engrossed in a book as I as I was in that for for ages. So if you're looking for something to read, that is definitely one to get on board with. Such a fun age by Kylie Reed. 
Great. My third one is some more things wearing around the house. It's a slipper brand um, <laughs> from Melvin. If you want to get out of those Ugg boots, which I've been like just wearing a lot of lately, uh, it's a brand called Monty. So M-O-N-T-E. And they're made in Melbourne. They're super simple, like loafer style slip-on slippers. And they come in these like royal colors, like emerald and ruby red and black velvet. Um, so they're kind of like this little luxurious note on the end of your foot. And you can get them monogrammed as well with your initials or I guess whatever you wanted, left and right maybe. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think <laughs> if you're looking for something to, to make schlepping around the house a little bit more uh, well-dressed, I would definitely recommend those. Monty store slippers. You can buy them online and I'll ship direct to you. And the next one is the KO online classes. So the KO or the Co is a creative studio based in Geelong in Victoria, which is started by a couple of friends of mine who are exceptional creative women. And they usually hold a whole heap of events in their space. It's like a co-working event space that's like absolutely insane, beautiful interior design. Um, it's a photo studio and kitchen and but now since they can't hold events um, at the code they have recently launched a roster of online classes that are free for their audience it's a new class that's each week delivered to your inbox so they're like really short 15 to 20 minute videos on a different skill so ceramics um, like how to make a you know a pinch pot um, there's wine tasting videos. I think uh, Scotty's hopefully going to do a gnocchi class or a pasta class in there. Oh, so um, good. There's yoga, like just really great, diverse classes that, yeah, feel like a little present to your inbox every week. Um, so you can sign up to their newsletter if you look up the KO. And finally, for my Fast Five this week, Two Providors, which is an artisan food distributor in Sydney, um, but I actually think they, they potentially deliver interstate restaurants as well. They act as a distributor for all these amazing artisan producers, so cheese and small goods and dairy and things like that. Since this whole COVID thing has, has you know, made it, has caused all these restaurants to close, they have opened up their warehouse, which mm-hmm. is in Marrickville in Sydney, to customers. So every week, I think this week is just on Thursdays because of the long weekend, but hopefully they'll keep it going after um, after the long weekend, depending on popularity. You can go to their warehouse and, yeah, shop their range, like delicious cheese, really good olive oil and flour, smoked, smoked fish, you know, fresh whole chickens, small goods, just like all this incredible stuff that consumers usually just don't have access to um, at these kinds of retail prices. So I would definitely it is so good. My my sister who worked in a restaurant told me about them, and then they also let you do pickup, so you can do an order online and then pick it up any day between certain hours. So if you can't make it for the warehouse, you can actually sale. You can actually order it online, and then delivery is expensive, but pickup's free. Yeah, I think in their sales, they only allow people in for like 15 minutes. So it's probably Mm. definitely a good idea to order ahead rather than spend time perusing the shelves. Or Um, you might accidentally buy what, like two kilograms of Comte was it that you bought? Oh, that wasn't an accident. That was, (laughs) that was on purpose. (laughs) I I have a friend who went and she and her partner were like, we bought all this stuff. We don't quite know what we're going to do with 1.5 kilograms of mozzarella when there's only two of us, but we'll, we'll figure it out. <laughs> you will find a way, I'm sure. 
Um, so I would check out their Instagram at t- two providors for all the mm-hmm. info. They're kind of updating what's going on every week. So that's probably the best place to find out what's going on with them. What about you? What's your fast vibe this week? Well, I just want to do like a shout out to Instagram, which has become the place where I get like all my important information and like all of my socializing and all of my like educational content it all seems to happen there these days. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, my first one is an Instagram recommendation. So Mitch Orr, who was the chef at Rackme in Rushcutters Bay, which closed a little while ago. And then and, um, his most recent restaurant is an Italian place called Cicciabella in Bondi, obviously closed at the moment. But he's been doing these really awesome little pasta tutorials on Instagram. So each one he'll do like a photo of the ingredients and then like a step-by-step walkthrough of how to cook kind of classic pasta dishes. And I made his carbonara last night and it was so delicious and good. Um, they're just like really simple, but it's really interesting to see how all these chefs are kind of trying to adapt Um the way they work and like what they're actually doing and spending their time on. And obviously I think they're all probably going a bit crazy um, with all of the time they now have. So it's just been really fun to kind of see what he recommends. And he's also really great because he, he doesn't just do classic Italian recipes. Um, The carbonara he recommend he does is pretty straightforward, but he has um, a couple of other recipes where he might include like kombu in in an Italian pasta dish to add flavor to it. Or, you know, he's not afraid to kind of push boundaries on it. Um, So his Instagram handle is actually Instakrill, I-N-S-T-A-K-R-I-L-L. And yeah, they're just really great. He's posting one every couple of days. Um, He must be eating so much fucking pasta, (laughs) even more than I've been. You know what's Um, um, the International Carbonara Day yesterday? Was it? Yeah. Apparently. Wow. I, I must've felt it. I must've just like felt it in the air. Cause that's what, I don't cook carbonara very often, but it was really good. Ah, um, delicious. <laughs> obviously I'm just like attuned to the pasta vibrations or something. Um, did you have carbonara last night? No, I missed it. I love carbonara. It's like oh. my, one of my favorites. Well, I made a really good one. So next time I get to be in the same place as you, I'll make you one. Mm. <laughs> okay. So that's number one pasta if we're all cooking lots of it which i know we are may as well cook good stuff um so my second one is actually something i got as a christmas present but i've only recently kind of cracked into it which is um a coffee grinder it's a japanese brand called paulex p-o-r-l-e-x so i will be honest part of the reason i wanted this one is it's very pretty and looks really nice on a shelf oh surprise surprise (laughs) um Surprise, surprise. So it's a manual one. You have to sort of grind it by hand, but I have been getting some coffee delivered. So I've been getting sample coffee delivered. They're one of my favorite roasteries. And I've just, I had some pre-ground beans, but I just finished those. So I've moved on to actually grinding beans myself at home. I'm just getting real wanky in this isolation period. And look, I'm not going to lie. Um, if you were grinding coffee for more than two people, you would be grinding for quite some time. It is, uh, not a fast process, but honestly, what, what do I have except time? That's what I have so much of now. Um, so every morning I've been like getting up, getting the coffee out, grinding it in the grinder, putting it in my mocha pot for the stove and making it. And it's been like a nice little routine to do as a transition from being asleep to starting work. Um, so that's the Paul X coffee grinder. It's about 80 bucks. I think you can buy them online. I know some coffee shops used to sell them. I know Reuben Hills used to sell them as well, but you can get a travel sized one or a full sized one. There's a few floating around, but that's Ooh. been really nice. 
And I do think it makes the coffee taste better. Oh, yeah, I for think. sure. I don't know. Freshly I mean, ground is I just, always better. So my third recommendation is a bit of a flashback, and it is a recommendation for watching Rage on the ABC. Oh, my God, is that still on? <laughs> it is still on. On Friday and Saturday nights, just before midnight, for everyone who is an Australian, so like the, the ten of you, um, Rage is a Australian institution. It is literally from like midnight till maybe six a.m. back to back music videos, and like the tradition was you'd like get home drunk from a house party and you just like flick on Rage and you'd end up sitting there like with your housemates watching it for hours, or if you're really hungover and you like wake up early, you'd watch it. I used to watch it when I was a kid in the mornings. I just was like had some wine on Friday night, was on the house party app with my family and then ended up like staying up a bit later than I normally would and flicking it on. And they were having this like early 2000s themed like night and it was just really (laughs) mesmerizing. And I just watched it for like an hour and I was like, I need to go to bed. (laughs) But it was great. And you know when you just don't want to scroll or pick anything and then I ended up like shazamming half the songs and like adding them to my Spotify list and now I've got some really great new early 2000s music that I'm sure I will make you all listen to later. Please, share that. Um, so that's on the ABC. Oh, I will. Um, so that's on the ABC. It's in after midnight. If you just want to break up your days, get up early, watch some rage, stay up late. So number four for me is a wine recommendation. And also a method for drinking wine if you live alone. <laughs> um, so the wine I drank was the Boraccio Pinot Gris, which is it's such their labels are so beautiful. I'm a sucker for them. It's got this gorgeous like hand-drawn um, flowering gum picture on the front. I actually bought it from a wine bar I love, Love Till It Vine, who is selling off their wine list. Uh, but I know you can get it online as well. I think they're selling a pack. So I'll link to a few places that you can seek it out. I think from their website, from drinks, P&V, all the kind of standard contenders. Um, but it's it was just beautiful, like gorgeous um, blush color. It's got a really nice texture to it. It's not quite as light as a lot of Pinot's. Um, and, you know, these are some guys in the Adelaide Hills making wine. And Adelaide Hills has obviously had a pretty tricky... <laughs> time of it with like a drought and then fires and now we have coronavirus um but i also have a method for drinking wine that isn't just by cask wine which was my previous method oh my god is it just sculling it last episode (laughs) is drinking it for your eyes (laughs) no it's just because i like i've i've been trying not to drink every night put that in my 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 chore list is i have to have booze free nights just to like rein it in but I also like have all this beautiful wine and I don't want to just sit and look at it and dream of the day when I can have friends over to drink it, but I don't want it to like go off in my fridge. So I guess this is kind of a binge drinking recommendation, <laughs> but I'm instituting the weekend wine so I can open a nice bottle of wine on a Friday night, have a few glasses, do some group video chats, kind of feels almost like I have a social life, and then I can drink it over the course of the weekend because a bottle of wine for one person over three nights doesn't seem like a crazy amount of wine. Yeah. Um, And then it doesn't go off. It's delicious. And then I get to, like, look forward to it all week that I'm going to have this, like, I get to pick which wine I want, what do I feel like. And so that's what I did last Friday, and it meant that I opened this wine that I would have otherwise been like, oh, I don't want to waste it. I got to really enjoy it. And then I didn't feel like I'd wasted it at the end of the weekend, like it hadn't gone off. So well, that there's a wine recommendation. Thank you. Gotta have structure. I'm going to <laughs> literally lose my mind. 
Just lose it completely. Um, so Braccio Pinot Gris, and then the method is just drink it sensibly. And then my last one, my last recommendation, is an app I've had on my phone for, God, like four years now, um, and it's the Paper app. Um, and it's available for definitely for iPhone and iPad, and I think it might also be available on Android, but it's a drawing app. Hmm. So it's this really soothing, easy-to-use app that you can use to draw images, sketches, whatever you want. You can just use your finger. If you've got a stylus or, like, an Apple pencil, you can use that instead. It's just kind of a blank space. And I find if you're a bit intimidated by drawing with pen and paper because it just can be a bit intimidating to have a blank piece of paper and we're all, I think, a little bit self-conscious about whether or not we're artistic but this because you can just erase it if you don't like it and start again it's sort of no pressure no stress and it's really soothing what so you if you're drawing? looking for uh, I like to draw my plants um sometimes I draw dumb stuff like the scallions on my windowsill that I'm regrowing or like my mocha pot or like whatever you want doesn't really matter I just like pick random things and sketch them sometimes I just doodle sometimes I just like because they've got all these different brushes so you can do like random shapes or random colors and just like doodle stuff doesn't need to be do with your finger do you have like a stylus I have like an old iPad mini that I've had for years that I use and I use my finger I've done it on my phone as well so I've done both um and you just zoom in so that you can make the line finer and then zoom back out um but it's just it's mostly this is a recommendation for drawing but if you want to just do a like a easy entryway the paper app is really good love it so that's it that's, that's my it. five i don't think they were fast but they're they're done they were great <laughs> they were great five high five okay well and high five through the microphone yeah um well enjoy being down on the farm well thanks i will i'll um say hi to the rolling um, hills for you uh, Please do. Um, if you would like to follow us on social media, hit us up on Instagram at Highly Enthused. Uh, you can also sign up for our newsletter at highlyenthused.substack.com. It's where you'll get all our links and recommendations from every episode. And we've got quite a few issues up there now. So you can go and if you're looking for something from a previous episode, you should be able to find it there. Email us, highlyenthused at gmail.com. Yeah, tell uh, us your crazy stories. Screen. Please, if you've had a baby whilst listening to our podcast, let us know. <laughs> if you've ever named a baby after us, I mean, two for one. Call it Sophie. We'll both be complimented. Please do. <laughs> I'd love to hear about that. Wouldn't that be great? Oh, my God. I would be so proud if someone named their baby after me. I mean, I feel like this is very asking a lot, but it's okay. We'll see what happens. I also feel like Sophie is a very popular name and we could just totally take the credit even if we weren't the inspiration. <laughs> oh, we'll leave it to right. <laughs> On that note, everyone, we'll talk to you soon. Have see a good later. week in isolation. Bye. Bye.